picture you got there. Oh, this guy? Yeah, I see those on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, this is a looper. Yeah. We, we can play with it later if you have time. People, people use them to make, uh, to make their, their TikToks. Yeah. A little tickety talks. Yeah. I, I, do, I do like a good tick and or talk. There's a very pretty lady who makes music out of like little sounds from TikTok. Especially oh, yeah. like animal sounds or something, Aww. and she makes really cute songs. Yeah, her her account's great. Yeah, I it's like, like purring her a lot. kitties or like yeah oh, or like a yeah yeah. Uh, there was one that she made that was um uh like uh white ladies ordering from Starbucks or something, but she would like do it herself. Like she would make the her own voice, and she would, like. I need extra foam. And then she'd loop that and be like, extra foam, extra foam, extra foam. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then she'd like, and so she'd sample that and it's doing that. And then she, then she'd do like the sound that you make when you're looking at the board. Uh, oh, and then yeah, like put yeah, that yeah, in yeah. there. I think yeah. I actually and, heard this. Yeah. Song. And then, like, yeah, and it ended up being like, a um, uh, somehow not the worst sound in the world. I don't know that all the constituent parts. She has a fantastic horrifying. voice. Like, yeah, but she has yeah. a very, very beautiful voice. Yeah, I like voice. her a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I, you know, I, extremely talented, more talented than me at literally anything I do. Do not remember her name. And that's, uh, that's the attention economy. Folks. And that's the attention economy. I mean, I'd recognize her handle if yeah. I saw it probably. Yeah. You know, you are very talented at many things, and I was struck by just how talented you were this week at the um, rezoning uh, meeting. <laughs> ah, uh, yes, for... I've heard that you spit wow. uh, straight fire, David. Wow. Yeah, uh, what a transition! Pr- pretty amazing, pretty amazing. Um, you, you, you went up there and spoke truth to power. <laughs> brother and uh so did you Kurt. uh well you know I, I i spoke from the heart you spoke from the law yeah and no, also I... pointed out quite convincingly that the only reason why the city council voted six to one in universal dissent uh in opposition from over what 30 hours of public comment sounds like that, um yeah. toward basically breaking every single rule that they have uh as it relates to this 10 11 uh development yeah uh which if you want you can listen to that episode yeah and the only city council member uh that voted uh for a positive declaration i.e allowing the government to do its job and yeah. stop something that ought to be stopped uh was uh councilperson keani uh conley wilson um so shout out to uh them and thank you uh for being the sole voice of reason in our city council yeah um but yeah like you know it's it's fucking incredible yeah yeah so like back up a second right i i I, people who listen to the show a lot probably know about 1011 second ave it's a a big piece of undeveloped property we've had just been on the show talking about like why it should be preserved uh and they've in the the last we left off they did what was called a positive declaration uh or they, they were they were Organizing well, to, vote, yeah. voting for a yeah. positive declaration, they actually voted for a negative declaration. And what yeah, that six means, to one. yeah, that's the six to one vote. And what that means in New York State is that it stops. Uh, uh, Chris said the government doing its job is basically a, an environmental review that says that like oh all the there's no nah, you can you can fuck up this land. This land's fine to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> nothing special yeah. about nothing, this land here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and now, uh, most recently this week, they had a special meeting, basically just to like, okay, guys, you can yell at us now. They, they weren't voting on it. They weren't doing anything about it. This was just public comment get the, period. Get the baddies out. Yeah, get the baddies out. And uh, 
And boy, howdy. And then leave us alone after this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was that end to say that, like, hey, I know y'all are mad, but we're about to make you more mad yeah. because we're actually going to, beyond uh, giving it a negative declaration, basically ending the ability for the government to, like, stop this horrendous thing. Um, it, instead, they said, you know, like, we're going to break another one of our rules, which we have to do in a separate vote, right. which is to say we're going to rezone this from, I think it's like, a maximum occupancy of like five people per acre yeah. to like 28 80. or 80, 80, 80 people, 80 per, people per, per acre. acre. And it's yeah. not, and, and even that is not as dense as this thing is. Right. So, uh, Jesus curr- Christ. currently, according to the, the city of Troy's comprehensive plan, this is, uh, this area is, uh, zoned for, uh, low, um, uh, low density residential, which, yeah, like Chris said, is like, yeah, like single digit, uh, units per acre it's an 11 acre site so yeah like should have like 11 units in it or something you know or or, or you know maybe more than that and uh and and they want to rezone it to what's called uh um a, pl- a planning district or or uh, yeah like a, a planned area and what that means is it's ma- mostly meant if you were going to do like a um some sort of live work community right where you have like businesses on the first floor and stuff on the top and like residential on the top and it would be yeah yeah and it would be difficult to exactly determine like what the density of that area would be because you're you're making the buildings uh flexible on purpose so like the the building might uh, be a house but it might also be like offices and right so you, you, yeah and there's there's parts of the city that are already zoned for this yeah, like Most all of downtown, downtown. Yeah. yeah is like that right yeah um it's either high density or it's some sort of planned district and, and um uh, and that's what they want to switch it to which has a maximum density of only like 80 units to the acre and this is going to be like a 240 unit building a, a series of three buildings on 11 acres so it's like it's still even higher than that uh so the, the, they're rezoning it Outside of their um, comprehensive plan, that's called spot zoning, and it's illegal. And um, and even after this illegal spot zoning, it's still going to still exceed the size of what they're about to spot zone into. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's really uh, uh, really incredible. And yeah, all basically I, that's what I said to them. And then at the end, I was like, I I just really I'm not accused. I made it very clear I am not <laughs> accusing anyone of anything. However. I, there's just no other way to explain how this is being jammed down. Why you're doing throat. this yeah. unless you're corrupt? Like I don't yeah. know yeah. how else I to mean, explain a, an elected this. official flying in the face of the desires of their constituency is definitionally corruption. Like you are corrupted. You are you are rotten in the core. There's something something is you know uh, yeah. wrong with yeah. you and what you're doing yeah so like even whether or not it's somebody's like you know paying you on on the side or something yeah you are you are behaving in direct opposition to what the vast majority of your constituency has asked you to do right it's yep. incredible yes and, and jim, jim gully came up to came up to us later we we, we were <laughs> oh, uh in the like the um the like this food court thing that they made in the first floor of uh, the building that city hall rents and uh um and he just came up and he said because the, the mic died as i got up to the, <laughs> to the podium right and it, trying it, to silence her boy yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and because the battery died and so um uh kim ash mcpherson thank you kim gave me her wired mic 
um, and, and, and at first I didn't think it would reach the podium. So it's like, oh, okay, you just want me to do like a stand up routine. It's like, I'm here with like a wired mic, just kind of, and go, <laughs> and I'm like, what's the deal with airline food? And everyone laughs. And, and, um, and then I, and I actually put it in there and, and, and then, and I said, take my wife, please. And then, but then I actually started talking. Sorry, Brittany. Oh, wait, no, he, he did uh, say, no, no, actually, please don't take my wife. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Let him try. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, and so that, that, that's why, uh, Jim Gully at the, at the end, who, who's the city council member for this air, this district, he just comes up and he goes, I gotta tell you, David, you're, you really are a comedian. You should try that out. You should try to be a comedian. And he like, did like a, um, what, uh, friend of the show, uh, Shelly calls a fuck you handshake. Yeah. The fuck you handshake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I, and I took yeah. the fuck you handshake and then like, I had a, a serious case of like staircase wit, like this, this dumb, like round man actually got me because i couldn't think of what to say in that moment he was so upset that he couldn't think of what to say he's still upset it happens it happens it happens to us i I just spent all of my you know i said hey that's funny because your career is a joke so maybe yeah right yeah Yeah. you know yeah and and like you are funny so you know there's no there's no lie detected specifically there yeah um but yeah it's so easy to make jokes when you're surrounded by them right yeah. you know yeah and, and so you know we're we're downstairs uh from city hall which is in this mixed use uh yeah. building uh <laughs> commercial building uh because they, they demoed their own city hall before <laughs> getting a new one and they uh, just, they've just been renting <laughs> it man, for the hashtag last decade Troy crazy yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah uh but so yeah uh you know there's a bar downstairs there's like a bunch of little eateries and stuff and so uh afterward i you know got a pint for a couple of us who had you know gone up there and like totally exhausted ourselves just having this like public conflict with the powerful agents in our society like in front of everybody it's a very odd thing like if you want to have any influence at all in you know um your city you know government they put you through the gauntlet yeah like they make you like yeah, have to, not, like they don't make it easy they're like okay so where's your address like, where do you live exactly? Say in front yeah. of this whole room yeah. of people yeah. exactly where <laughs> yeah. you live. And yeah. then, you know, uh, say whatever you're going to say and just know that we have absolutely no reason whatsoever or obligation whatsoever to do anything about it. Okay, yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. And so... Yeah, get, get it I, off your chest. Actually, that, I, I totally blanked on this. Uh, Carmela, sorry, Council President Mantello. Yeah, come on. Um, uh, Carm said, said my address before I got to the... The podium oh that's she, creepy. St- she started saying it because you had to write it down to sign up uh-huh and she started saying 46 spell and i'm like yeah. yep that's it don't wear it out you know i'm like i don't know yeah, man she's like, she's very odd she because like I, the last two times i've gotten up there i'm like it's actually illegal for you to ask me where i live <laughs> to, to uh for a city ca- you can't require you know, me to in, get in a public my, comment yeah yeah like that's that's like a intimidation uh new york state law it's like that's like in new york state law you can't yeah they don't care about laws um (laughs) yeah also uh when i stepped up to the podium she was like is that s-c-u-l-l-y i'm like i wrote it right there for you it's spelled how it's spelled in front of you yeah yeah Yeah. i was like glad to know i spelled my name right um (laughs) yeah that was fucking funny but yeah you know like Essentially, my, what I had to say was just like, how can you sleep at night? Yeah. I hope it's not well. I yes, hope you're that, suffering. That was you guys line. are like ruin, ruining people's lives here. And there were a bunch of people's lives who are going to be ruined by this yeah. development. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they were there, like next door neighbors. Actually, there's another local podcast that I got to check out. Oh, I, yeah. I, threw, they, I gave her a sticker as she was going by. Yeah, wait, so there's another wave. podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah they gardening. Do, they do some gardening podcasts. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I can't cool. wait to, to yeah. listen. Yeah. So I got to find out what that is. Yeah. Um, but uh, Reveal yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right in 
Um, but yeah, uh, the 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 craziest thing though that happened in the whole um, you know um, like meeting, I guess, um, was that two elderly women basically threatened the city councilors directly. One of them said, "Like I don't care who you are, I'll come for you." Okay, I'll yeah. come for you. I like I you know I I'm not intimidated by anybody. I've lived here for forty years. Yeah, and I will continue to. Yeah, and then the next one that wow. came up said like. I'm going to lay down my life to stop this development from happening. We're going to have old grannies chained yeah. to trees yeah. on this plot of Probably. land. Probably, I'll yeah. join them. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, not going to. You can't. You can't find me at a city council meeting, but I will go to that piece yeah. of woods with those old women. Well, and we will drink wine chained to, to chained to trees. Hell yeah! Well, DA, it, it gets the goods. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. that's a uh, that's really that's really fucking depressing. But thanks to you guys for going. It's you're doing God's work. You know, it's also really interesting that I, I learned a while ago is that most heavy construction vehicles are all keyed the same. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's get that key. So, it's I, just a fun Hashtag fact. get that key. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I have wasp venom coursing through my veins, <laughs> yeah, and I'm know. absolutely I'm so, ready I'm yeah, so sorry. to take it. It's not your fault. You didn't oh. sick the wasp Well, me. I could have exterminated them all. Well, you know. I've been living in a quiet peace with these wasps. And you'll have for to years. you'll have to live with that going yeah. forward. But now I, I got to actually exterminate them all cuz Every like, summer, this is yeah. what our third summer doing this show? Yep. Yeah. And every summer when you're when your house fills up with wasps and I freak out <laughs> and the boys are like well, just it's okay, just relax. Not, they're not going to hurt you. They're blah blah blah. And then today <sighs> finally finally happened. I got yeah. stung. I don't know why I always get stung. People are like don't be, you don't need to be afraid of wasps. I've been stung by wasps. Like, this is probably like my sixth or seventh time being stung yeah, by a wasp. Yeah, they can smell your life. fear. Yeah. I yeah, have the same issue with dogs. Problem. And it's actually like an owner that has a dog that like might bite, but they're like, oh, you don't have to worry about the, the. Yeah, no, Anytime I'm, a dog owner ever says, you don't have to worry about this no, dog that's like yeah. getting up in your shit. I'm worried. You have to I'm worry about worried. that. I'm very worried. I got bitten in the face worried. by a dog as a kid. Yeah. yeah no, I'm too. very yeah. afraid of dogs. Yeah, me too. I'm very afraid of dogs. It's very scary. So, yeah, I definitely have the same issue with both wasps and. Uh, dogs, but for whatever reason, just because I'm like actually pretty chicken shit to like go and kill them all with like chemical uh, spray and have them like fight for their life and and b- battle me in that like face off situation. <laughs> Is that work? Oh with yeah, wasps? wasp traps. If you get a proper wasp trap, yeah, wasp trap, um, and just hang it in your window, yeah, you'll you'll have all of them by by the end of the day. All right, well. I'm going to go get some today then. Yeah. 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 You don't, you're not actively killing them. You're just providing the, the situation under which they would just <laughs> die. That's different. We technically you're feeding them with yeah. a wasp trap. They're last. And they, look, meal. if they can't figure out how to get out, then that's, yeah. that's not really on you. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Summers in Lansing Bird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Did, did I tell you guys at all about um, what happened to me the other day? Uh, you, uh, you told me. I don't, I don't, I don't think. Uh, I don't Brit- know what happened. No, I have no idea what happened story. to you the other day. So, hearing that motorcycle uh, brought it back. But oh. Yeah. So. Oh, man. <laughs> how do I even get into this? Um, all right. So, listeners, I'm a cyclist. I ride my bicycle most days and have been for my entire adult life. I've never owned a car. My wife and I have motorcycles, but outside of that, I really just ride my bicycle everywhere. And riding in a city like you, you know, it's it's like rolling a dice, right? Like 99.99x percent of people are like awesome, 
don't give you any shit. They don't want to hit you. They just yeah. want to drive around you. Yeah. yeah. Like you're a minor annoyance to them at, at best and they keep their cool most of the time. The issue is the more you ride, the more you're rolling that dice and that like, you know, bell curve noise, man, when it shows up, it shows up. I've gotten in like fist fights. I've gotten uh, all types of things thrown at me. I've had people lean out of cars and like scream in my ear right as they pass me. I've yeah, had that cars. was me. That was, that one. <laughs> I've had cars like swerve into me. Like I've had just oh like God. all types of stuff happen. I've been hit by four cars. Um, and so needless to say, like, and, th- and this isn't you like just like uh, intentionally like riding slowly in front of a, a no a, a car like waving a flag that says like go fuck yourself. Right? It's, just, <laughs> it's just it's 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 just riding a bike. Yeah, riding in a bike. traffic, riding yeah. a bike in traffic. Yeah, and um, you know, like but you do have that large back tattoo back tattoo that says I fucked your wife. Yeah, yeah. and well, I think that that might be part of it. Actually, you know, thinking about it, I was wearing not wearing a shirt, and I think I think that might have a big part of it. I think it's the yeah. drip. I think it's too much drip. People don't like it. They don't like to see, uh, you know, a, 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 a dripped out z- zaddy. Yeah, yeah, zaddy. Zaddy, zaddy yeah, cyclist. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It might also be the Jigglypuff tramp stamp. <laughs> my only two tattoos, yeah. by the way. My only yeah. two tattoos. Um, it's uh, actually Jig- Jigglypuff is saying, I fucked your wife. Yeah. It's just like, it's a, right. you know, one of those speech word. Bubble. Yeah, little speech Where's bubbles. the lie? Where's yeah. the lie? Uh, but yeah, so I'm riding in traffic, um, going, you know, to, to this event, and I'm trying to get there, like, quickly. So I'm, like, really, like, going fast and listener if you if you want to look up where i was there's this norman rockwell painting that was painted right there called the street will never be was never the same again wow. and it was the introduction of the automobile into the american landscape and like that is brilliant that dude. is highly er- ironic yeah, yeah. that so, is highly ironic so that was where i was like right at that uh, place where that painting uh, was recorded, and this, this fucking, is on Third Ave. Yeah, on Third Ave. So I'm going south, and so you know I ride pretty f- quickly, but like cars tend to accelerate faster than I can. So there's this like I'm keeping pace with the car in front of me, but because there's like either a stop sign or a stop light at like pretty much every intersection, you know they're getting ahead of me, and then I'm catching up with them, and then they're getting ahead of me. And th- this, I guess, truck was really pissed off that I was like in front of it because I was you know. Dripped. Because <laughs> you were dripped out in dripped front out. of it, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, like... This is, like, essentially, like, making eye contact with a predator. You were, like, <laughs> you were challenging them. So, you know, I, the the street suddenly widens out a little bit more south, and I pull over to the right. So, like, let the car pass me, which is, like, you know, the thing you'd imagine they'd want me to have done. Sure. Um, and this scrub, you know, in the passenger side of his best friend's ride, he leans out and tries to holler at me. Says something, and I, it was obviously like he was cursing at me, yelling a slur at me. I'm not really sure. Um, and he, I couldn't hear because there was no muffler on the, the truck that he was in. And he throws like a whole bunch of shit like out at me, like in, with one hand, like, like several, yeah, like several objects. There's like a paper bag, there's like maybe like a stale bagel, there's like just a whole bunch of things like that come scattershot at me. And one of them, like, I was right toward my face, so I had to like duck. And like get out of the way of it, um, and so 
immediately my PTSD kicks in, right? Like I'm suddenly in fight or flight mode. Yeah. Like hormones, you know, are coursing through my body, causing my heart to You've like... You've been hit by four cars, if I recall yes. correctly. Yeah. yeah. So and like had there's... plenty of road rage incidents with, you know, drivers. I, they rage out at me and I have to just figure out what to do. And sometimes... You famously without rage ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it really, it, it gets my goat really quickly. Yeah. And, you know, rightfully so, I'm right? trying to, yeah. if somebody threw trash at me, yeah, I think I'd... I think I'd be pretty enraged. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I'm like, fuck this guy. And uh, I see that there's a red light and, you know, coming up. I'm like, he's going to get stuck at that red light. And so I just start pedaling as fast as I can. I catch up with this truck. And, um, you know, the I expected the guy might, like, be leaning out the car, like, ready for more interaction. But, like, you know, he seemingly just thought I was... That got him. Yeah. <laughs> now I never have to think about that again. Yeah. And, you know, for the first time in my life, I reached deep within and I hocked up the biggest loogie and just spat it on this dude's face. That's incredible. That's, That's incredible. So, so cool. Um, and Did you see it land on his face? It, it, it all happened very quickly. And I wasn't sticking around to, like, have any further altercation. I was just like, you, you, you wanted know, the last word. So did I you. wanted the last word. I wanted to teach him a lesson that you can't just fuck with cyclists. Yeah. Because like, first off, okay. They're going to so, do a bioterrorism back at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like, you, I as know. You, as you were riding away, you're like, I'm COVID positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, was, you know, with my work, uh, I, I'm testing uh, daily. So I knew I was negative. Um, and so I knew I wasn't doing like a, you know, pandemic. Um, yeah. Spreading about you weren't giving a you monkey pox. A, 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 a mini super spreader. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I wasn't doing bioterror. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it's extremely degrading and like gross to. Oh my god, it's classless to spit on somebody. It's disgusting. Um, I love it. I'm really glad you did it. I, I think, think it's cool. it, I think it's one of the classier things you can do to someone. It's, well, it's, it's, like, it's like sm smacking them with a glove and and challenging them to a duel. <laughs> you know, spitting is spitting in someone's face is probably the most dis it's more disrespectful than throwing trash at it's them. so it's, disrespectful. i think it's the most disrespectful, it's so disrespectful. Yeah. so like being. i say that with like you know some shame about it you know like i'm not super proud about this the somebody only threw trash in your face i don't think you should only, i think you should feel proud yeah of the only level of proudness i feel about it was um it seemed the appropriate tit for tat which yeah. is to yeah. say like i have a knife i could have just whipped out my knife and just started stabbing him right that seems like <laughs> it could have always been worse yeah like, that, that seems worse. like you know in retrospect like a decision i would have deeply regretted so i'm glad i didn't do that i'm glad but you I, didn't too but anyway uh so now i'm bicycling past these three cars in the queue like you know taking a right on the red and getting the fuck out of Dodge. And then I hear the loud ass lack of muffler truck rev its engine, pull around these cars. Oh no. Run the red like through the, the side and come oh, after no. me. So I duck down an alleyway and this car is chasing me. This truck's chasing me down this alleyway. And so I'm booking it. And I hit the end of the alleyway and take a, a quick right. And I realize that I'm at my destination, but I'm not about to like stop. Because I've done this in the past. Watch me go into this building. Yes, yeah, yeah, I've, right. I've done this in the past. And that was where I got in the fist fight. It was yeah. like, I got to my location after pissing off a driver. And they, you know, it was once again, two people. And like the passenger jumped out and like immediately sucker punched me after questioning some, you know, location of a light on my bike. So I wasn't going to have that happen again. It was two on one plus the, you know, lethal vehicle yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that they're already using as a weapon of intimidation. Uh, I was getting the fuck out of there. So I take another right on a one way going the wrong way. 
because uh, downtown Troy, if for listeners that don't know, is like a series of, um, you know, changing one ways, like up and down, like the yeah, like alternating, yeah, like alternating. Like first goes south, second goes exactly. north, exactly. third goes south. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little which sounds really simplistic, and you and I'm sure you're betting that everybody gets it right all the time. <laughs> nobody ever, nobody ever manages to fuck that up. Yeah, you do. And so this this fucking truck uh, follows me down this one way on the uh, wrong way on the one way. Oh my god! And I'm like now facing a moral obligation to all the cars that are like about to be oncoming traffic, right? Because like as a bicycle, I can like get You'll away fine, and not yeah. cause an accident. But if I like say block the visibility of this oncoming traffic from the maniac and his friend who are chasing me but how would you um, do that like you're a bike well you can see around you that's probably true yeah. but anyway yeah, but so, if you're drawing their focus right. are they paying yeah. attention yeah. yeah so anyway i broke to the right and they had to like pull over to avoid getting in a head-on collision but they were still going the wrong way because they turned where i turned and uh kept going you know now they're really loud so i can like hear them coming from a mile away <laughs> and so i turned immediately and like ducked behind the first stair set i could because like i'm not trying to like do mortal combat with these guys <laughs> but they clearly are trying to get that uh outcome and so as soon as they pass you know they're looking down the the roads like looking for me um and i see them pass and then i'm like all right and then i get to my destination and like you know get in close the door bring Hide my bike, bike in yeah, yeah. yeah and just uh sort of begin to calm down a little yeah, bit wow. <laughs> um yeah. so yeah between that and having to uh engage with these um city councilors and you know basically openly call them corrupt in person like one-on-one -on -one, like after like the democrats for example right like they voted for th this uh negative declaration and they're also going to vote for the rezoning and sue Steele, who's one of them basically said like well if we don't rezone it they're just going to clear cut the whole forest is that what you want and i was like listen like you guys already did this. Like you don't, you don't have to rationalize your behavior. And then Emily men, who's, you know, the sort of notorious slumlord just got super mad at me at insinuating that she's corrupt and was like, because I was explaining, like, listen, it doesn't matter if you're corrupt or not. Like the fact that the evidence is what it is. And that this is the only reason why you'd be doing this thing in the face of universal public dissent. Like it's going to lead people to think and feel that you're corrupt, which as far as politics goes, it like, it's functionally, yeah. the, functionally same. the same thing. Yeah. And, and I remember Emily uh, turned to me and it was like, listen, there is a difference between feelings and thoughts. And I was like, uh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> she's a fucking, she's like a, a, a microwaved bowl of soup. Man. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. just, there's not a lot. No, she, she, she saw that on an Instagram, like, story. <laughs> just like, now's the time. Now I get to use it in person. And uh -huh. just, but yeah, oh, anyway, Lord. just it, a, a week full of like, you know, conflicts that I didn't really want to have. Although I guess I did spit in that guy's face, so. Yeah, but he started it. Yeah. yeah. Well, so anyway, don't be out here throwing shit at cyclists because uh, they can outmaneuver you yeah. and uh, they can spit in your face. Don't throw anything at anyone unless it's your city councilor and you have a bunch of like, you know. <laughs> rotten have, tomatoes? Yeah, yeah, rotten tomatoes. <laughs> or, it's, or you're like in front of the IDF. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. Like throw some rocks at them or yeah. something. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, but otherwise, a perfect week. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to cover the, the the real heavy, heavy, heavy? Yeah, I think we should. I mean, it's we've had our fun. Yeah. Uh, it, it, between the Buffalo shooting, which um, David, you shared an article that about yeah. how 
one of the people who was invited into the chat room with the shooter right before it happened was a fed yeah like a, a retired, like a retired yeah. federal agent not sure what bureau right um which you know and we already knew this like people knew that it was going to happen and chose not to report it Mm-hmm. Um, we know that from the manifesto itself, because very early in the manifesto, it has the city where that's going to take place redacted with a note saying, I don't want the feds to find me too quickly. So please edit this in after, you know, I've done it. Like it's a note to reader. So this manifesto had been distributed to people who knew it was happening before it happened. We already know that. Wow. Um, and now with this shooting in, is it Uvalde? Yeah, Uvalde. Uvalde. Um, this story just can, just gets weirder and worse and more awful, it seems like, with every passing minute. Also, that, that retired uh, federal agent from Texas. Yes, from yeah. Texas. Yeah. Uh, this is from that article. Authorities believe the former agent, believed to be from Texas, was one of at least six individuals who regularly communicated with accused gunman Peyton Gendron in an online chat room where racist hatred was discussed, the two officials said. And this was the Discord channel. Yeah. They just the news doesn't know how to talk about Discord yet, so right. they call it like a chat room. Chat room. Chat room yeah. Which I mean I guess it's it a is. Chat room. Yeah, it's, it is yeah. a chat room. Um so one thing that I learned to so okay, a, a big part of the story of the Uvalde shooting has been like what the cops did slash didn't do, which was mostly uh restrain and in one instance tase a parent for yeah. wanting to save their child. While going in to save their own children and oh then do nothing. Going in to save their else. own children and bringing them out. Yeah. So so what I didn't know is that in Texas, there's a state program, a, sta- a state program where they set up, they're called Independent School District Police Departments. And these are police forces that are tied to the school district itself. So this is outside of any municipal police force or like you know a county sheriff or anything like that it's so a, is this like the, the resource officer pool it's like it's like resource officers on steroids because it's like a whole department and they do specialized training suited for you know what what they call on their website learners you know so they focus on um you know fi- it, the, the things that they tell you they focus on are things like preventing fights preventing violence uh restorative justice is on the the website, the statewide website for this. Great buzzword. Yeah. Yeah. Restorative justice. When, that should, when I that should tell res- you how far that concept has fallen is yeah. if it's on a fucking Texas police page. But, <laughs> um, and of course, school shootings. Yeah. We and live in America. And that was one of the reasons that this, you know, structure for policing was even developed in Texas mm-hmm. was to deal with school shootings. So these cops were not just, it's not like just your municipal police department showed up at a school and was like, oh, wow, this is really scary and, and complicated and we don't know what to do. These were officers specially trained to handle an incident like this. And in fact, they were so specially trained that two months prior, they had just done an active shooter drill. And in the training materials for that active shooter drill for this specific police department, there is a line that says that if you are not willing to put your life on the line to save the life of an innocent, you should find another career. Correct. It says that in the training manual that these that these fucking assholes just went through two months ago. Yep. And I mean, you know, the the, the Supreme Court has already ruled that police are not obligated to protect us. That's yep. you know yep. that that ship has sailed. We already been, know that. Yeah, that's been the case. Yeah. Yes, I mean, as if you needed further clarification, the Supreme Court like said it out loud yeah. that they don't have to protect you. No, they're um, here to maintain class rule. Yeah, like that was essentially the you protect property uh, and yeah. yeah. Yes. Um. 
So it's, uh, I mean, I just, I can't think of anything more heartbreaking to be a parent, to oh be God. standing there watching these police, 19 police, doing nothing but stopping you from saving your so, kid. So this is the thing, right? The more I find out about this, the more absolutely fucked it is. So Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, originally comes out and basically is like, the police did everything they possibly could. Yeah, they, they did everything quickly. right. Yep. They, you know, eliminated the threat. Like, we love our boys in blue. They got into an active <laughs> shootout <laughs> with them. They were so we perfect them. and They're pretty. So great. They're great. Yeah. And bulging it, muscles. And the more you understand about this story, the more insane it is. You yeah. said 19. That's the amount of uh, officers that spent 40-something minutes out in front of a locked door that they could have easily collectively broken down but yep. refused to those are the people who are in the building armed to the teeth barty armored ready to rock against who, one dude who an 18 year old who collectively all 19 of them right there at the door any one of them could have at any moment just charged in and like ended the, the situation or gotten killed with both which is their fucking job None of them did it from that point. And then there were several dozen on the outside of the school who were doing everything that they could to stop the parents from developing and deploying a posse to do their jobs. Yeah. They tased, they pepper sprayed, they tackled, they arrested, they handcuffed. They handcuffed a mom who they later unhandcuffed, who she got away, ran around the other side of the building, hopped a fence, got inside the building, got her and kid. got her kid out. Meanwhile, other cops had done the same thing, getting their kid out, which like, I've been, my mind has been blown around the idea that like, how the fuck did that even happen? How did these individual people go in, both this, this mom and the cops, and somehow find just their kid and pick it, yeah. get them out? Meanwhile, two or three other- They probably other, knew where their kid was. Maybe. Their kid was probably telling them. Yeah, maybe yeah. with, with a phone or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. And then the other uh, thing was that the, uh, a, num a number of other uh, like parents broke some windows and saved like several dozen kids. Yeah. Just like pulling them out, like, you know, like just in crazy acts of like heroics, no armor, no training, no guns, no nothing. They just like went in there and like did what they could. And the teachers, once again, like did everything that they could, two of which have died. Yeah. Like in, you know, the like just the, the, the mind shattering terror of living in a society where these types of actions are so commonplace that you do preparation materials universally across the country as teachers of small children and you mentally prepare to die in the defense of your kids and then you do and the motherfuckers who take up 60 percent of the uvalde like uh budget are all joking outside armed to the teeth armored to the teeth literally beating up your parents or, or, or the parents of the, your, the kids that you're trying to protect, yeah. like unwilling to die for you, like unwilling to even do something they're, they're afraid of. Yeah. In like, it's just, it's absolutely fucking disgusting. And it breaks my heart like so wide open. It's like, I, I can't even, I can't even handle it. Like, it's like gallows humor shit. Like, I I, like I'm looking at these memes where, you know, like the, um, the meme where it's got the little kid in bed and it's got like a soldier collecting like all these right. bullets and like yeah. knives. And this meme just said like, you know, put 
uh, school children on the soldier and like Texas cops as the kid in the bed. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm laughing at this because what else, what the fuck else can you do? Yeah. The fuck else can you do? Meanwhile, the Democrats this week rolled out how they're planning on losing the midterms and it's because of defund the police. Like, right, like, as this is all happening. I love that they, they put out a plan on how, how they expect to lose. That's, oh. that's the most Democratic thing I've ever, I've ever fucking heard. Meanwhile, Lieutenant, uh, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick said state officials were, quote, not told the truth, unquote, about the time police took to neutralize the shooter. Um, speak on Fox and Friends Weekend. I love that they have, like, a special name for, like, the same fucking show on the weekend. Fox and Friends Weekend. Um, Patrick said police made a poor decision to wait to engage the gunman, which costs lives. Um, he said that he was misled about the police response to the shooting and is livid. Abbott said, uh, um, Abbott had previously praised police for the response to the situation. Well, there was nothing but lies that came out in the like 12 hours after this incident. Like first, first the police said that they were involved in active gunfire with the shooter. And that was how they knew he had body armor because they couldn't shoot him. Right. But so he that's did not why, have body armor. That's he had why they an didn't empty go plate in. carrier. Yes, he had yeah. an empty plate carrier. And he and he shot outside of the school for twelve minutes, uh, without you know, and then got inside. Well, and he was only in the shooter the vast majority of the time after getting inside the school, the shooter was in these two adjoining classrooms. And that's where I think all of the death occurred mm-hmm. was in these two adjoining classrooms. And police said that they believed that it was a quote unquote barricade situation where he was in there alone. But children in the classrooms were calling 911 repeatedly over yeah. and over again. He's here. He's in here with us. He's shooting us. And a fucking cop- The cops finally get in and they say, call out if you need help. And a child calls out for help and is shot. By the cop. By the shooter. By the shooter. Oh, but, okay. and here I'll get a little, you know, there's, we don't need to inject too much conspiracy into this. It's already salacious enough. But yeah. like, given how many lies have come out. Yeah have been revealed as utter lies, I will be not be at all surprised if those cops have more blood on their hands than just kind of incidental. Like, yeah. I mean... I mean, if you don't count all of the blood that's right, on exactly. their hands, right. you know? I mean, which you do, which I do, like, but yeah, I think yeah. even it's possible there is even more of a direct, um, you know... Who, who knows? Well, we'll yeah. never know the truth. Right. Like, yeah. And, and, and if you think it's like salacious or, or, or gross to like make those sorts of speculation, you can only that that is invited by how much fucking lying police do all the time. And, like, and I, I guess like to the degree that this tiny podcast can like inoculate people to some idea, it's it's that police like this isn't like this. You're just going to do like another bad apples, but like at a different level where it's like, Oh, this particular department department, like didn't get enough training or yeah. wasn't told that they were beautiful enough or something. Yeah. They didn't get enough 5% discounts on sandwiches, you know, like <laughs> it should have been it, a 10% discount. Yeah. 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 People like, on Twitter were trying to defund them. So yeah, they, right. you know, yeah. yeah. A bunch of, so a bunch of people who live in New York city said they wanted to defund them. Yeah. So that so made they them were afraid to act really scared. Yeah. 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 No, no, this is every police department lies about everything they do. All the time. And in this case, you really saw the PR machine kick in instantly, which, you know, we just did a bonus episode on police, on propaganda and police PR. Um, Check that out at patreon.com slash ironweeds. But um, in this instance, it was immediate and it was from top down, straight from the governor, um, you know, instant heroes. What an incredible job. The kids were still in the buildings calling 911 for help and people were jacking off on Twitter about how brave these fucking cops were. 
it's just it, it i i can't even fucking handle the facts as they exist like i don't know what i would have done if my right child my 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 friends kids if i was just a fucking bystander and i was out in front of this this school for an hour watching the police tase and pepper spray parents keeping them from going in and refusing to go in themselves like it's enough that like well and it was ice uh i the, yeah no the ice bo- border, up border protection was, was the one that actually killed the they were the one shooter. who killed the active yeah. shooter but they were also there holding back parents and detaining them um and federal officers were there detaining parents yeah. as well so it was like a whole cavalcade of um, law enforcement that that whose it seems their primary goal that day was to not allow parents to save their children when they refused to. Yeah, As, and, and then like the the other police department's responses to stuff like this are like to get even more aggro. Like, no, we would have totally killed them. Like the the Lee oh, County, the Lee County, Lee County Sheriff. Oh my gosh! Um, he basically makes Florida like is a, such a magical place. Yeah, he basically made like a a uh, a. Like, he's basically, like, goading people into trying to shoot up a school because he says, like, we will kill you. We're going to kill you. Chris probably hasn't seen this. You want to show him the video? Yeah. Present deadly physical force at one of our schools. We're not waiting one second. We are going to kill you because you can't kill evil enough. (laughs) Yo, I mean, you can't kill evil enough. That is true. It is. I I think Um, that's objectively true. Can you you send that to me so I can clip the audio? Yeah. yeah, That was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Put it in the show notes or something. Yeah, I will. But I I just want to say, this video that Brittany uh, just clipped in the audio for. Sure. Yeah. um, uh, It says, school shooting message from Florida's, in all caps, law and order sheriff Carmine Marcino. And it's him in like what looks like props to him for getting the the same olive green on the pants and the shirt it looks like a onesie but it makes it look like he's wearing a onesie um i like i think yeah. we should all wear more onesies and but, he's got like yeah. a star trek he's got like a glock strapped to his thigh and then behind him are like people who like they dressed up in riot gear to take this tiktok video yeah and they they're just like standing oh, behind him yeah it's a oh TikTok. that's cool that's really cool yeah we love them, folks. We love our boys in blue and green and brown and camo and, you know, just just fantasizing about killing uh, children. But Tactical then when Matt Black, but then when <laughs> doing so would actually save uh, lives, uh, absolutely patently refusing. Yeah. Um, we love them. They're great. And, and I mean, in a way, like, do we do we want to have a profession in our society, in our ideal society sure. where it is where you're required to to give your life? That's a lot to ask. That's a lot to ask somebody. Um, unfortunately, the only people that we seem to be demanding that they make that sacrifice is um, teachers. Firefighters. Uh, grocery store checkout people. EMTs. Um, you know, uh, ticket takers at the movie theater. Like, it, you know, average people making fucking $10 an hour with no benefits are expected to give their lives in the line of duty Anytime one of these fucking things happens. Nurses. And Did we say nurses? We, we didn't said, say nurses. Okay, nurses I mean, on there too. I was trying to think of like the the folks who you don't instantly think of. Yeah. But yeah. Arborists. Arborists. Yeah. Yeah. Roofers. Yeah. Roofers. Yeah. Well, roofers. Electricians. Yeah. See, see, see how long society lasts without roofs. <laughs> yeah. Long. Roofers are the real troops of the working class. Yeah. It is the most dangerous job. And the hardest. Fucking yeah. 
Christ, have you ever picked up a, a, you wouldn't a, see me a up bag there. of uh, shingles and tried carrying it up a ladder? No. It's not insane. Even I don't plan to. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. So, it's, it's just yeah. like these, these people that make no money that do jobs that they that most of the time that your interaction with the public is them yelling at you yeah. because yep. it's not good enough or yeah. whatever. And, not and only then, did and we deputize them during the pandemic and made them the arbiters of law and order yeah. in, a, in a new world in which everybody is required to follow like weird rules that they're unfamiliar with. Um, and no, you have to enforce that Starbucks barista. But cops... We can't expect them to give up their lives, folks. That's not that's Especially not fair. when they're getting bad mouth that's, on Twitter. I mean, yeah, come on. Yeah. And people are talking about maybe that they, they don't want them to have as much money as they have. I, I mean, mean, come on. That's... I mean, in fact, they did the, like, the cops were the people making the biggest, loudest videos about how they weren't, they didn't get their donkeys correctly. And it's because of defund the police. Remember all yeah, those videos? oh my God. You remember when, like, all those the cops The lady would, like, with the McDonald's order yeah. who sat in her car and cried, cried because they got her order wrong and she was afraid that they were poisoning her? I do remember that. That yeah. was funny. That was, that was really sad. That was really fucking or, funny. Or, or when the NYPD cops thought that like someone put concrete in their like Shake Shack in their order, yeah, yeah, and, and it's like just but it not wa- true. It just wasn't. It's, yeah, it's like cops lie. That's all they do is lie. <laughs> yeah, they're just a bunch of fucking cowards and liars. And they and they you they take uh, it was forty, not sixty percent of the Uvalde police uh, uh cities money oh it was 40 yeah yeah okay it's only 40 well, it's 60 it's in a lot 40%. of cities yeah, yeah. let's just yeah. put it that way yeah i mean like um, here in troy it's some it's around 30 percent, depending on how you cut it like it's just like they it's just thousands and thousands of gangs that are legitimized by the local government to just take your tax money and idle in the car and look at porn like that's their job that's what they do they don't do anything else they don't care about you they like hanging out with you when you give when you like give them treats. That that's what makes you think that they're your friend, but they're not because you know what? They'd let your kid die and joke about it, and, and they'd stop you from from yeah. saving your child. Yeah, yeah, they would. Yeah, they'd beat the shit out of you to yeah. keep you from being able to save children and to you, make them look bad. Yeah, and then they'd probably like ogle your kid's like high school photo or something if they were dead because oh, like they do that a lot too. Like these are also a bunch of pedophiles. Speaking of which, uh-oh. uh oh. <laughs> Um, I I mean, we just want do we just want to do like cops acting bad today? Sure, like, yeah. Just do why a not? More. There's just there's always content um, for that. Yeah, so. a lawyer, Albany detective hid evidence corrupted 2000 sexual abuse case, not 2000 sexual abuse cases, but a sexual abuse case in, in the year 2000. 2000. Oh, okay, yeah. But that I I only uh make that clear because I, I I really did think that like just like one guy fucked up 2000 sex abuse yeah, cases, 2000, which, that which is completely right. possible. Sure. But um no um. Backed by sworn statements, including one from the woman who uh, he was convicted of sexually brutalizing, an Albany man who has served two decades in prison contends city police failed to disclose a sex tape that could have exonerated him and intimidated a potential alibi witness into silence. That is... I, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's written weird. I don't... It, the sex tape wouldn't have intimidated the potential alibi witness. The cops... Intimidated. Cops intimidated. The, gotcha. The, the alibi witness. Uh, Mohammed X. Uh, Poki, 47, wants a judge to overturn his convictions for the multi-day sexual abuse of the woman in a home on St. Jo- Joseph's Terrace in Arbor Hill in late April and early May of 2000. Jurors found him guilty of first-degree rape, first-degree sodomy, and first-degree assault. He's serving 32 years, which, I mean, you know, for the, you know, wow. But um, he says that... Uh, um, that that there was actually this is very 
It's a very strange situation when a sex tape exonerates you from sex crimes. But um, apparently there's a sex tape that happened during these days. And that w- it's a pretty good exoneration. Um, uh, look, officer, I was having yeah. sex with somebody else entirely. <laughs> yeah. And it was... Um, uh, uh, in the. It, it was and it was a public defender. It's a sex tape with a public defender. Oh boy! Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Carpinello, a longtime Albany County public defender, states in the recent court filing that she was with Pokey on one of the nights when he was allegedly committing the crimes. The sex tape, which has been made, uh, which had been made the year before the charges against Pokey, is proof of their relationship. Oh, okay. So the the sex tape is proof of a relationship, and the person that is in the sex tape, has an alibi. So the, it wasn't like the sex tape, you were having sex on tape when those crimes were happening. It just confirms that the, al- that the alibi witness is credible because, look, here they are fucking. Ah, right. I see. Wow, okay. this is a wild ride. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the police kept the videotape. I never received the tape back, the accuser states. She then told police that Pokey had committed sexual violence against her. Her. Uh, in her statement included in the motion, Pokey's accuser says she went to the police department's South Station in May 2000 and disclosed the existence of the tape because she believed one of the women depicted on it worked as an attorney in city court. The police kept the videotape. I never received the tape back. Uh, police kept the tape, watched it, and never disclosed it to the defense or the defendant, the attorney states in the motion. The victim providing a sex tape to the police the day she accused the defendant of rape and sodomy would have been information that would have been material to the defense. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, but they just never, they just held on to it. Uh, it's a Brady violation. Yeah, yep. Carpinello said that she uh, could have given Pokey a credible alibi, but was unable to testify at his trial because I was so terrified of the Albany Police Department and their de- campaign against me. Wow. The Albany Police Department terrorized me for years solely because they didn't like who I dated, Carpinello told the Times Union. People should know that they did... People should know what they did, and it's time for me to tell it. There are people sitting in prison that shouldn't be there because of misconduct of Albany police officers. I can't stay quiet about it anymore. And there's much more in the article, but, uh, uh, but you know, it's a complicated... A uh, case, obviously, that like I I think is probably worth reading. I don't. It doesn't lend itself very well to like audio content because it's like a lot of back and forth and like you know who's in the sex tape and stuff like that. But I mean, like it's uh um it's just another one of those examples of like cops uh, you know why yeah. hold evidence that would you know uh uh exonerate exo- exonerate or at least like complicate like a slam dunk case because like cops like they want to be like we got them. Right, on, like, a, a particularly, like, gruesome case like that. And, like, if you're, like, oh, actually, you're wrong, like, that makes them look bad. So, they, they hide it. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, the link to that article will be in the show notes. Absolutely. If you want yeah. get into it for local heads. Yeah. Um, State trooper charged after crashing unit open bottle of rum found in passenger seat. Oh, I saw this. This is in Buffalo Township, Pennsylvania. Not, not Buffalo, New York. A Washington County, Pennsylvania state trooper is facing charges including DUI after investigators said he was found intoxicated with an open bottle of rum in his patrol unit. So, uh, his name is Jared Johnson. Of course it is. Yeah. Jared Johnson. <laughs> Officer Jared Johnson. <laughs> Your on- usual, sir? Bottle of rum for, yeah. for the drive home? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he was on duty on May 12th when he was dispatched to reports of a deer in the roadway. According to a criminal complaint filed May 17th, Trooper Jared Johnson 
was on duty on May 12th when he was dispatched to reports of a deer in the roadway. The complaint states Johnson was dispatched at 4.43 p.m. to a section of Interstate 70 eastbound in Buffalo Township. Johnson marked himself at the scene at 5.06 p.m. and is said to have told dispatch that the deer in question was gone. The dispatcher had trouble understanding Johnson and asked him to repeat his information with Johnson repeating that the deer was gone. So I imagine he was like, hey, deer's, bye. No more. Just gone. He's gone, man. (laughs) Just like everyone else in my life. Yeah, okay. Um, The complaint states the dispatcher ended the call, but noticed that Johnson's GPS location showed he was off the Taylorstown exit several miles away from where the deer had been reported. The document states the dispatcher knew what route Johnson needed to take to get to the scene and knew he'd never made it to where he'd been dispatched. Calls were still pouring into the dispatcher center about the deer still being on the roadway. This deer was fucking up a lot of people's day. Wow. Concerned for his safety, the dispatcher notified a supervisor about the call and Johnson's location. Can you imagine having a job where you fucked up and you you lied? You just straight up lied because you're drunk on the job. And someone's like, oh, I hope he's safe. I hope he's not. I hope he's not hurt. And... And he, so they, they yeah, yeah they, he's, he's pulling a Johnson. Yeah, we got we gotta <laughs> call in the EMTs on our boy. So the supervisor drove to the location of the GP of the Johnson's unit on the GPS and found him parked in a gravel parking lot. Um, uh, and he found that in the in the driver's seat, uh, with the unit running, uh, oh sorry, in the front seat, he found um uh, a a a, a, ba- a paper bag with a rum bottle in it. And uh, and there was also there had also been apparent damage to the front of the car. Oh, he crashed yeah. as well. Yeah. So Johnson oh, got out of the unit, spoke with the supervisor, who noted Johnson <laughs> was. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> who noted Johnson had slurred speech, glassy eyes, had trouble standing. Um, the supervisor took took his weapon, um, put him in the front seat of the unit. That's when he found the uh, the bottle of rum. Uh. Uh. Crucially, now this I, this is an Ironweeds recommendation. All right, look at look at what look what this guy did. He's not smart about a lot of things, but Johnson knew <laughs> one thing. Johnson was taken to Washington Hospital, where he was asked to submit a chemical blood test. He refused. Always refused. Always refused to sign the consent form. <laughs> um, he was then uh, taken to. Uh, uh, I mean, you, do you, there's no sense in refusing a chemical blood test. Well, he did. Well, that's stupid. Well, he's probably going to get a, get away with it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I, I was joking earlier. If you actually refuse a breathalyzer, you get a DUI right away. So, so that's not actually true. Well, it what happens? happens sorry. What ha- you can refuse a field sobriety test, uh-huh. as is your lit, right? If you refuse a field breathalyzer test, that is also your right. You can demand an at station chemical analysis. That's oh. your right. If you refuse that, then they will charge you with, I can't remember exactly what the, the specific charge is, but then they will get a warrant and then they will get it anyway. At oh. which point you will be sober. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's possible. You'll, you'll at least be less drunk chemically speaking. Yeah, depending on the time of the week. Yeah. Right, yeah. So after reviewing Johnson's... This is, that's a funny sentence. After reviewing Johnson's unit... <laughs> dash cam footage. 
After reviewing Johnson's unit dash cam footage, investigators found that he was involved in a crash on Jefferson Avenue and Tyler Avenue where he was responding to the deer in the roadway call. He he basically, like, turned into a construction site and fucked up his his car. Oh, my God. And then was like, no, never mind, pulled into that parking lot, and he's like, got it, the deer's gone now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're laughing. This is incredibly fucked up. Yeah, like, it's just, holy yeah. Shit. what are you going to do? Uh, yeah. Like, you got to laugh. This shit is so insane. And it's, like, so insane that, like, it has a leg to stand on. Like, this whole fucking, you know, system needs to be, like, completely um, ch- changed. Like, defund, you know, abolish, like, build new institutions that don't allow for this type of fuckery. Like, there was something on the the Troy subreddit where somebody was posting a um, uh, their own dash cam video of, like, you know, police cruisers just, like, flying through red lights. Yeah. You yeah. Know, no, no lights. Yeah, no just, siren. Just going. Just going. And it's funny, because while they were just going, another car, like, also went through the red light on the opposite side. This is, like, two seconds after oh, the light very went cool. through, God. right? And so that person, you know, they, they got away. Yeah. Because turnabout Christ. is fair play. Right. I agree. If they're doing it, we should do it too. Let's all drive drunk and really stick it to the cops. <laughs> yeah. No, please don't do that. Please don't drive drunk. No, please don't drive drunk. I will spit on you. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. You could you could kill yourself or someone you love or someone you don't know who doesn't deserve to die. Um, <laughs> and you'll never get the deer. And yeah. you'll never get the deer. <laughs> you'll and never that's clear really, the deer from the sidewalk. Yeah. I think the most tragic part of all of this. Yeah. Man, what an uplifting episode. <laughs> You guys want some good news? Yes, please. Please. In a rare case, a large meatpacking plant is being forced to address workers' repetitive motion injuries. Hey. Um, This is one of the largest pork processing plants um, in the country. Seaboard Foods in Guymon, Oklahoma, um, is being cited by OSHA for requiring workers to repeatedly lift 50 to 90 pound boxes onto conveyor belts. Oh, my God. Jeez. So this is the first time the the federal agency has gone after a employer for ergonomic safety issues in several years. Um, but the plant is being required to um, uh, reduce the repetition in workers, um, you know, movements in their day to day job uh, activities. So this is. Um, I think it's an OSHA violation by itself. I mean, like 50 pound lift like that's that's a team lift. You know, like that, that goes beyond the capacity to be expected out of any, you know, worker, especially uh, like uh, repetitively. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the specifics on like how much workers are allowed to lift, but um, I do know that they uh, are addressing a number of safety issues at this meatpacking plant. Um, but the the big focus, the thing that is kind of making this newsworthy is that it's like OSHA has really fallen down on the job in terms of like repetitive oh, injury yeah. Yeah. Um, issues. So. So, yeah, it's now going to have to uh, change how it refers employees to doctors. It's going to change what, um, ooh, Seaboard must state that a doctor they refer employees to will only provide deep tissue massages, that the employers are, employees are not required to visit him. This is so strange. I'm going to post the whole, <laughs> I'm going to post the whole article in the um, show notes to this, but. Yeah. It's like every story is like a fractal. It's like representing exactly how fucked up our whole society is at this moment. So if you just continue to read any article, it just gets weirder and weirder as you get through it. And that the seed value, the thing always at the very bottom, is someone forcing someone else to give or get a massage. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so fucked up. 
Uh, <sighs> oh man. So, and yeah. It sucks because massages are so nice. Yeah, it's but nice. you know, I only with like enthusiastic them. and mutual consent. See, yeah, you don't like them. Yeah. So, I don't like massages. You, know, you don't get them. There you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. End of the story. It hurts. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Well, beg to differ. Hurts so yeah. good. We'll, we'll, we'll have to <laughs> agree to disagree on that one. Yeah. Uh I'm sorry. All I feel is heat, like radiating yeah. out my whole arm from right. this wasp yeah. sting. Yeah. So we might have to call it a day. Thank we're, you. We're, we're calling it. The venom is. I'm going to go get some ice cream. Yeah. It's going to. You're getting to help. Yeah. You're, you're going. You're going full Brock Turner. Wait, is that the right guy? Whoa! What? Bro- Whoa! Who's? <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think I want to. I don't remember who Brock Turner is. Who, I don't want to. Who's be the him. guy in uh, Venom? Oh, that's that's you're asking the wrong guy. I think it's a Brock. There. Pretty sure it's. I Brock. think Brock Turner was a mass shooter. <laughs> okay. Well. Edit that out. <laughs> Keeping it in. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope that you, wherever you are, staying safe with your loved ones. What? Yeah, but no, but Brock Turner was the 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 um, Stanford swimmer that. Oh, the oh, the rapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. The so sorry, who's Venom? Oh, I didn't look at that one. Now, now I need to know yeah. that. Uh, who is? Who is Venom? Put that in a Google right there. Yeah, the non-binary. Uh, yeah. A- alien symbiote. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, we are Venom. Oh, uh, it's, it's the, they use we, that, we, we, we pronouns. Uh, we, we. Ha, ha, ha. Man, I don't, I don't know. There's no easy answer to this one. Originally, it was Peter Parker. He was the first Venom. But then wow. his like uh, douchey Brock uh, or Jock uh, um, rival at school uh, that he I think kicks the ass of in one of the movies. Eddie uh, Brock. Eddie Brock. There we Eddie go. Brock. All right. Thank All right. you. So well, thank I'm you. really glad that we got that semi vindicated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, close um, this out, please. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's be done. Uh, you have a bonus episode coming out this coming week. I didn't get to it last week um, because I had just other things that I was doing, but it'll be out this week. And you can find that at patreon.com slash ironweeds. Thanks so much to our new patrons. Welcome. This is we it. love you. This is what this you is pay what you for. Get. This Sorry. is what you get. Don't apologize for the fucking <laughs> amazing content, that, amazing we're content that we've been doing for nearly three years. Yeah. Come yeah. On. yeah. Fucking, oh my god, holy shit. Yeah, we gotta do something. We should do something special for three yeah. years. Oh, in, in other news, other news that isn't terrible, um, uh, my band, Zombie Giuliani, just uh, released its second album. Hell yeah! And so, uh, it's called Billionaire Death Squad, and it's out on all platforms, um, and it is something I'm really proud of. It's uh, eight tracks, like, I think, 17 and a half minutes long. Not wow. A very short album. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun to record. Uh, we did almost all the recording uh, here, live, just recording the, the three of us playing together and then um, doing overdub vocals. And we also recorded one of the uh, songs at Don Fury Studios, who is a, like, sort of legendary producer in the New York hardcore scene. Very cool. And so, yeah, we're going to have a record release party sometime soon. Our nearest show, I think, is June 10th in Albany at um, uh, Polly's Hotel. Uh, but we're in the uh, supply chain um, wait on the tapes. So mm-hmm. when those arrive, we'll, we'll do a uh, record release party and we'll invite everybody out. But I was thinking for the end of this episode, we should uh, play off uh, to the title track, Billionaire Death Squad. Awesome. All right. So enjoy Billionaire Death Squad. Here it is. And, and in the meantime, if you want more amazing content, you can find us on Twitter. Iron Weeds Pod. 
You can find us on Instagram. Iron Reads Pod. And uh, shoot us an email. Why don't you? At Iron Reads Pod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Peace. The venom Uh, is coursing through your veins. So hot. Thank you.